There are words and then there are words. And I'm afraid I've gotten to the point where I don't get it. You've got so many people out there who are using terms that are now obviously, in my opinion, retarded. Yes, retarded. Do you remember that movie? I don't know. It's, uh, Stan Gagnacolyphilus, whatever his uh, syphilis name is. He's a comedian. He's a he, he's trash. <clears throat> Anyways, um, the movie was The Hangover. I believe it was uh, made in 2009. Think about this for a second. Who was in that? Zach Gagnacolyphilus uh, syphilis. Yeah, that guy. And then you had Bradley Cooper and, and a couple of these other people out there. But um, yeah, that guy is a real piece of work. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, he used the word retard. So I'm going to use the word retard. Anyways, I'm watching TV the other day, and I'm watching TV not for television. I'm watching t- TV for commercials. I've learned that one of the things I don't do is I don't stay on top of the uh, what dummies are watching on TV. So I don't watch NFL. I don't watch baseball anymore. I don't watch any of that stuff. But uh, I need to sit down and take a look at the, <clears throat> some of the commercials to see exactly um, what people are uh, being put into their uh, pinheads. And I, I, they had this commercial for some, I don't know, something, some cooking device. And whatever it was, it was kind of cool and um, made sense. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of a cool thing. But the guy said something. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a little congestion today. This guy said something that was like, like, what the hell? He used the word doneness. And I looked up and I paused it and I rewound it real quickly. I used the word doneness, D-O-N-E-N-E-S-S. And I thought to myself, okay, is this a word? <laughs> I mean, it's not a word that I've ever used. Yeah, I'm going to check the meat for doneness. Okay, uh, might check the meat to see how well done it is. Not that it's well done. It could be raw. It could be medium. Doneness. I don't know. It just caught me as one of those weird things. Doneness. Maybe you use the word doneness. I have never, I believe, in my life used the word doneness. I looked it up. It's a real word. State of being done. How well done something is. Doneness. First identified back in 1927, I thought, well, here you go. The days of the yapper and the flapper and the roaring 20s. Yeah, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Everything is cool. Everything is hip. Going to the beep of the bop. Got to do doneness. Anyways. I started thinking, what are the new words that are out there? Well, there's the new word, according to Merriam-Webster, which I don't have a whole lot of use for them. There's a new word called long hauler. Well, yeah, I know what long hauler is. Long hauler is pretty easy. It's a, a trucker. You know, you're, you got a, something, you got to go long haul. You're a long hauler. My father was in the trucking industry. I understood that. No, no, no. Long hauler is now a person who experiences one or more long-term effects following initial improvement or recovery from a serious illness, such as COVID-19. What a bunch of crap. Okay? Back in uh, many years ago, I was on a legal forum, and the forum was created. It's one of the very first text forums, you know, when you, you text back and forth. Not texting to phone numbers, but I guess it was just a chat. Okay, we use, a, we use the word chat. And it was a legal forum, all attorneys, all law firms, and that's how I met my personal attorney and uh, the man that handles all of the class actions that we wind up doing here, and good guy. So one of the things that we were talking about back then was words, and, and words have meanings and how uh, things were changing in life. Well, AOL came out. You might remember that. And for those of you who are old enough to remember when they used to have these things called CDs and used to flood your mailbox, I think they used to drive down the street and toss them out. Everybody got an AOL CD. 
And AOL had a chat room. And um, I went in there and, and I figured out what goes on. It was generally a waste of time and money, but I, I figured out, you know, what this whole chat thing is. And I used the word gay in context of, you know, back in the roaring 20s when everything was, um, you know, you had the, and I remember how I used it, but it had something to do with um, um, dance and music and in the roaring 20s, and, and it was a gay time, and I got banned. What the hell is this? That was the first time that something like that ever happened. And... Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was, I guess, maybe 1993, give or take, when that occurred. And ever since then, I've told that story over and over and over. And now they call it the cancel culture. And now if you use the word gay, nobody gives a damn. Hell, I use transvestite, transgender, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But words should have some really specific meanings. And I kind of think that one of the items we've got going on out there is We've abdicated words to people who have no consequences, like Merriam-Webster putting in the word long hauler, meaning somebody who is experiencing long-term effects from uh, after an initial recovery or improvement from a serious illness. That's, that's hogwash, okay? That is really total hogwash. Because... In the English language, sometimes fewer words are better, and having words that actually mean a very specific thing. Here's another example. They've added the word pod and bubble, pod and bubble. A usually small group of people, such as family members, co-workers, classmates, regularly interact with one another with few or no others in order to minimize exposure, reduce transmission of infection during an outbreak of a contagious disease. Okay, pod, peapod, pod, pod people. We're going to create pods on Mars to live. Pods. I'm telling you, this is just, this is, this is actually something that should be talked about. I realize nine out of 10 people listening to this, you're not going to think anything about it. It's like, ah, they're going to, there you go, Paul, again, you're off on a, on a rant. Yeah, if I said, listen, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a long hauler and I'm with my pods, man. And that's what, that's what we're doing here, you know? What the Sam dog does that mean? When I was a cop in Tampa, I had gotten to the point where I spoke Ebonics and understood Ebonics as well as I did the King's English. I remember coming home one time and saying to someone, I got to get out of here. This, this is warping me. I'll enjoy the job. Never expected to do it uh, long term. Never. Absolutely never. But, you know, this is just not right. So, you know, what did I wind up doing? Well, I did the smart thing. Get out. That's right, I got out. Bubble. Also gained attention and meaning. An area within sports where teams are stay isolated from the general public during a series of scheduled games so as to prevent exposure to disease that includes accommodations, amenities, and the location in which games are held. Oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm in my bubble with my pods, you know? I'm in my bubble with my pods. You know, because I don't want to be another one of them long haulers. This is such guttural language. Yeah, man, the, the meat said, check on the doneness of the meat. Yeah, the problem is you have men and women like myself who have tolerated this crap for too long. Well, I don't. If somebody comes in talking like that, you're not going to do business with me. Is it discriminatory? Yes. You can't speak English properly. Oh, I have fun in the podcast. I raise my voice and talk a little funny every once in a while because it makes you smile. I know it does because I hear from you. <laughs> and then you do things like, well, you never quite know their partner. That's just fun. That's called podcasting. We have things like digital blackface now. What the hell is a digital blackface? 
was used by white people. So it's going to be a racist thing for digital depictions of black or brown people or skin tones, especially for the purpose of self-representation or self-expression. Digital blackface. I could look this thing up. What's there? There's got to be some more to this. Oh, I see. So they're saying that, for example, people like Bob Marley, you have these filters. And on 420 Day, um, what people do is they darken their skin, their caricature, to be more reggae looking, prompting backlash from users who pointed out that um, digital blackface is, is wrong. Um, so they're saying it's, uh, in one reaction, GIFs can be hilarious when white people use GIFs of black people. It could be a form of digital blackface. Okay, so digital blackface is when I'm white and I use an emoji that's black. So what about digital whiteface? Is that on here? No, it's not. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. A hard pass. A hard pass. You know what a hard pass was? A hard pass when I was in school years ago was... <clears throat> Here'd be a good one. You got a really good linebacker on the other on the other team, and uh, we're we're let's say it's uh, third and ten, and we're down by fourteen. So we've got to get we got to get this first down. We got to get down downfield. We're on maybe let's say the fifty yard line, and so I'm running down twelve yards, making a hard right. I'm going to make a hard left. I'm on let's say I'm on the for make it real simple, right, left. I'm on the right side of the field, running down. I'm a wide receiver. Poop, cut over, and at damn linebacker, along with one of the um, one of the cornerbacks, is uh, you know he really quick, and so I got to do a quick cut hard, and I've got to beat the, the cornerback, and um, I've got to get you know beyond where the uh, linebacker is. That's a that's a hard pass, right? Quarterback's got to throw that thing like a bullet, and uh, I got to, you know, do a little jump and catch it in the breadbasket right in the middle of the chest and just hunker down and expect to get blasted by, uh, by two people. Sandwiched, right? Sandwiched. Now, a hard pass is a firm refusal or rejection of something. I'm going to have to do a hard pass. Instead of just saying, well, I think I'll pass on that. Well, I appreciate the offer, but uh, no, not right now. Hard pass, hard pass. Another word that's been added is the word flex. Flex. I'm going to flex on that. It's the act of bragging or showing off. Oh, I'm going to flex. I'm going to make my voice sound like Howie Mandel's. Mm, this is Bobby, mm, so I guess I'm flexing. I don't know if you're enjoying this today. I am. Because one of the things I find is that an awful lot of people are... You stupid. They're not. What's nine plus ten? 21? You stupid. I like turtles. You know, it just, it, it gets to the point where it, it never ends. And I think one of the things I like doing about this daily podcast is somebody needs to call it out the way it is. You don't have to get a hold of me and like me. You don't have to use my services. Frankly, if you get offended by this stuff, I really don't want you around anyways. Now, years ago, I made on millions of dollars. Millions. When Bill Clinton was in office and I gave seminars on estate plan, I called it the way I saw it. The guy is a whore. I used to tell jokes. Hillary Clinton, Watergate, Filegate, you name it. She needs gate. We had fun with that. <clears throat> My dad attended a seminar one time. He said to me, you know, Paul, you're telling jokes about the president of the United States. Oh, me, oh, my. I said, yeah, I am. He goes, you do realize that half the people are probably Democrat. They're half a Republican. Oh, no. I said, yeah, Dad, I know that. But here's the problem. How many people do you think signed up to do business with me today? 
said, I have no idea. I said, 100%. He said, that's not possible. He said, I, I was in business for, you know, my dad was in business for a long, long time. He said, I've been in business for 60 years, son. He said, I've never seen anything like that. I said, well, dad, did you see how they all lined up and stood in line to, to make their appointments? Yeah, what was that all about? I said, because we run about three to six months. You're making appointments that far in advance. We're just, we're booked. Um, you know, anywhere from six to nine appointments a day. You know, you're doing it five days a week. We're tired and we can't do anymore. He goes, why are they all sign up. I said, well, here's the way it works. Oh, You get out there and you start telling people what you really think. And people like people who are like you. So you just talk about things and have fun with it. You don't be mean. I said, was there a joke? I told it was mean. He goes, no, not one bit. So as a result, all of the folks that love Bill Clinton, they don't come to my seminars. All the people that couldn't stand him anymore and think we're funny, but we provide good information. They come and they tell their friends and they're and one leads to another, to another, to another. And what we don't get are morons anymore. And my dad said, I just, I never did business like that. I said, well, I do. He goes, well, you're a hell of a lot more successful than me. I said, yeah, that made me feel good. Ah! Here's the reality in life. This is basically the same thing. A few years ago, I realized I did, I'm tired of being politically correct. I think everybody needs to basically tell all the sad sacks out there to go pound salt. <laughs> We don't have time for you. God, it's, there's so much going on in the world. There's so much good things that are going on, but oh, everybody's got a goddamn problem. Gonna have to take hard pass on that, Paul. Gonna have to take hard pass on that. Don't be doing no digital blackface for me. And I'm gonna have to get in my pod. Yep, gonna have to get in my pod. Wet market, there's another one. Market that sells perishable items, such as fresh meat and produce. And sometimes live animals, which are often slaughtered on site. Okay, I shit you not. Listen to this. Wet market is now defined as a market that sells perishable items, okay, such as fresh meats and produce. A wet market. So when you go to your butcher and they have meat that they've butchered, right, and they've cut up in the back, I guess when you go to Publix and you go to the meat counter, that's a wet market. By this definition, it is. Sometimes live animals, which are often slaughtered on site. Talk about being politically correct. Well, I've talked for enough today. I'm tired. I want to get out of here. I got some uh, things to do. Um, one of the things I think I'll finish up with is we'll uh, kick in this guy right here. Yeah. Just in case you haven't figured it out by now, I don't smoke, never have smoked, not interested in cigars or cigarettes, and damn sure not interested in pot or any form of illegal drug. If you use an illegal drug, go pound salt. Just stay the hell away from me. What I do enjoy is uh, a nice peated whiskey, like scotch, single malt. And... Um, Got a friend in Tampa who introduced me to a couple of neat items. Uh, one of the only people that whenever I went out to an event and when I picked up a bill, wound up sending me some booze as a gift. That's one of those things where that's old school. People who actually send thank you letters and, and actually send gifts and, you know, flowers. Uh, that's old school, right? <clears throat> I have a friend who uh, recently said, oh, you weren't feeling good lately and sent me some... Uh, a really cool product, I'll be talking about it. Um, powdered vitamin C and, and uh, powdered vitamin D and all, and just said, hey, this stuff is good stuff. You're big into the natural stuff, and that was kind of cool. 
One of the other things I do is I like jazz. Now, if you can find me a, a good uh, jazz or blues uh, lounge somewhere and uh, just a place where I can sit back, have a uh, overly priced whiskey and a good conversation. But again, I don't smoke, so it can't be smoke free. I don't want that crap around me. That's uh, that's cool. Otherwise, uh, you know, if you're at your office, you want to come by my office. I got a beautiful boardroom. I got all the accoutrements to go with everything. But, uh, you know, bring your favorite bottle and leave it behind. We'll sit back, we'll crack one, and we'll talk a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I like jazz. And um, I look up, see what if there are any jazz festivals coming up here in, uh, in Florida that I can get to pretty quickly. But that's what I, that's me, you know, old school uh, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Joey Bishop. That's the, uh, that's the era that I'm uh, most comfortable in. You know, I enjoyed the fact that years ago, Dean and Frank would get on the Johnny Carson show and bring, you know, they'd wear a tuxedo. Now, Frank, as he got older, got a little crazy, but uh, got that hippy yippy yappy look and started wearing his uh, love beads and all this crap and his moo-moo jackets. But uh, that's what happens a lot of times when you get older, you just lose your frickin' mind. Oh, I probably will die with a fucking tuxedo on, I guess. Oh, I shouldn't have said that bad word. Anyways, the bottom line is, uh, there's nothing wrong with looking classy. The whole world is now doing, what are we doing? We're having pod day. Pod day, bubble day. Gotta be a long hauler. Gotta go to get my wet market. Yeah, that's what I gotta do. I gotta go to wet market today. So I gotta go get some, uh, I gotta get some meat. Gotta go to the wet market. Jesus. Done this. (laughs) This world needs a damn enema. See you tomorrow.